Howdy and welcome to the Laptop Empire show. Uh, if you're you're watching this one, this is probably, we're recording it the beginning of December, but this will probably come out end of the month, first week of the new year, something mm-hmm. like that. So uh, I thought today we would just kind of like talk about like an end of year recap kind of thing. I got, I actually got this idea from sports radio and they were doing like <laughs> the, you know, like the best and worst plays of the, you know, of the year and like the best and players on offense and defense and stuff like that. And I was like, you know, this might be a cool kind of thing to do. So Bobby, if you have any questions, like as we go through it, if you have like an idea for a topic, put them out there, there. but I do have a couple. So, okay. So I'll I'll get us started. I'll get us started, but uh, let's see. Hmm. Where do we want to start? Okay. You know what? Let's uh, let's just start with like your favorite thing this year. I don't know, biggest accomplishment or like favorite thing that we did. You know, for Ellie, for lot. You, know. uh, you know, I feel like we got. It's gonna sound a little weird because we've been doing this business for a while, but I feel like we figured out like I feel like we figured out kind of where or what we want to do next. I don't know. It's like the hard. What, what do we What do we want to be when we grow up? Like that kind of thing. Kind of. Yeah. I don't know. It's It's just hard. It's always. It's really. I've been thinking about that a lot. Like it's really interesting the way, like we started Ellie without ever really intending to start Ellie. Right. Like neither sure. of us went into it. Like we just kind of did it. You know. And then it was. It worked out really well from the beginning. But I think like, I'd always heard that thing, or I saw this like image one time that on on the internet of like when you start a business and then like you get kind of like lost in the desert. And like, mm-hmm. and then you find, find out what you're doing. And like, I feel like, I don't necessarily feel like we were like lost in the desert, but I do think it's just like, it's hard to figure out where you want to go sometimes, you know, like what's yeah. the next move and all that. And I feel like we've had some good conversations about that and tried a lot of different things. And I kind of feel like what we're, where we're going next with like, you know, multiple products and I don't know, just kind of doing more content like this. I, I think that that's a really good move for us. Um, so yeah, that's, I don't know. That feels like the yeah. best thing for me. Yeah. I was telling somebody, I don't remember who I was talking to, but I was telling somebody the other day, like we're kind of like leaning into the stuff that we do well. Yeah. Right. And, and I think we go back and look at like, what were we doing in 2018? And it was like, we were creating products. We were talking on podcasts and like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, creating content, doing those kind of things, you know, focus on the community and that kind of stuff. And so it's like, we're kind of like leaning into that more and trying to go, okay, like, let's get back to that baseline. And then how do we like amplify that? So, yeah. Yeah. I think dude, like the biggest thing, this is, I'm, I'm not getting into a regret here or anything, but like, I used to create a lot of content. I've really thought about that. I'm like, how, how was the, uh, the Facebook side of course, like, so like how was the audience like so excited about it? Cause like, it's hard to repeat that. Like, and I think, sure. you know, for people that don't know, I mean, like we did $136,000 in our first weekend as a company, you know, it's like, obviously you're not going to be able to just recreate that kind of success with every single thing that you do. Sure. Um, but I'm like, I've, I've been thinking a lot, like what was, what was it about? Like, obviously the offer was great. We had, you know, great sales copy, um, product was great. I think just like you and I, like our different backgrounds, everything worked well. Um, but I used like the money money man audience that we launched it to was like, used to be so much more engaged mm-hmm. and we're kind of starting to get back there now. But like, I used to just create so much more content and I, I don't yeah. know what happened. <laughs> like, I feel like in 2020 ish, I guess it's the pandemic. I don't really know. I just stopped creating content. Like I just didn't want to do it. I just, I've been so like in the business, like focusing on like the funnels yeah. and like the you know, same thing with, with us here. Like we were just like creating new products and doing all the stuff. And like, we kind of like didn't do the audience stuff at all. We stopped the podcast. Yeah. 
And I, I'm like, I don't know why that happened, but now it's like, well, crap, it's so much easier now to reach people than it ever has been. You know, well, it's like, no, I guess we should do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah 100%. Well, I think we, we were, we were creating it even afterward. Like it started mm-hmm. off with the Millennium Money Men audience, but we were creating so much content. Yeah. When, when we first started like that first year, we were doing live trainings all the time. We were doing podcasts once or twice a week. We were, you know, I'm trying to think what else, like there was a, a, the YouTube it's channel. Done. I mean, that we really kind of shut all that down. It was time with the pandemic. I don't think it was because of the pandemic, but, um, you know, I look back on that and I go, what one, we were doing a lot of things. And so, mm-hmm. and I think we, you know, and this kind of goes back to like, we're, we're going more into like what made us successful. Yeah. Right. Because I think we really reached a stage where it was like, okay, we're here now. And what do we have to do to get to the next level? And there's, it's strange because there is this thing of like, what gets you to point A isn't going to, those same things don't get you to point B. And those same things don't get you to point C. Like each level, you have to let go of some things and do some new things. But there was this element of like, we were like, what are we supposed to do? Like, what do we need to do? And we, we, it was almost like you went too hard. Like you let go of too many things and got, you know, and we're trying to do what we thought we were supposed to do instead of like what was giving us energy and what we were doing well. Um, But I also think like we had so much going on. And so part of that element of like, what are we supposed to do is like, we were like, we need to focus more. Like we're all over the place. Like we need to focus. We need to like, you know, hone in, you know, and, and, not have so many products and and all of those things. Yeah. And I think we're in a different place now of being able to manage that than we were then. But like it was, you know, we need to focus on less things, do better at those, take those things to the next level. And then yeah. it was just, you know, I think there was this element of like burnout too, of like, we're doing so much, like we need to cut back or, yeah. or we don't have time to focus on the business stuff we want to focus on. So like what has to go? And I think it was, you know, there's this element of when you talk about the content of like, we're creating all of this content and we have no way, and you were doing this with Millennium Money Man and we were doing this with Ellie, where it's like, we have no way to like attribute profit to that. Right. Yeah. And so it was like, well, if then, you know, is this where really the best place to spend our time? And then in hindsight now, it's like, okay, there's this, you can't always see it. But there's just this value of people seeing you everywhere, of people listening to you in the car every day, you know, of like every social media platform they look at. We talk about, you know, our buddy Chris. We feel like we always talk about Chris on this podcast, but for a while there, <laughs> he was doing some social media stuff and it was like, you know, so I got to where I was like, I'm not going to open a social media app because it doesn't matter what platform I go on. Like, I'm going to see that guy's ugly mug. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's, there's some value to that. So I think, um, you know, I don't it's even remember how you got too. to that, but I do think, yeah, it is easier now. Like it's like oh, the it's, right time to get back into it or to start it if you've never done it. I think so. I mean, and we're late to it, you know, and it's one of those things like we used to do the podcast, but it was just, it was audio only, but even like three years ago, maybe four years ago, it's like you, everything you did was so much harder. Like you either... It was mm-hmm. like, now we can just record this podcast. We might record for 30 minutes and then it gets like, it's going to get clipped up. It's going to get put on to a bunch of different social media platforms. It's going to go all over the place. And we didn't have to put much time into it. Um, and it wasn't like that before. So maybe that's why, like, I just, I have a, a much bigger appetite now for like creating content. And I just think it's the one thing that's like, we just should be doing. Like you just, even like you see Grant Cardone doing this stuff and he's been talking about it for a long time. He did it with paid a lot. Sure. Um, but it, like his whole thing is like, just, just doesn't matter what it costs you, like put money into just getting out in front of people. Cause you just have so much yeah. top of funnel awareness if you do that. And that's, that's one thing I think we've been missing. So I'm glad we're doing it now. Yeah. And I think this kind of goes into like, I know you're saying like, Hey, this isn't like a regret, but I think, and I haven't even talked about my answer to this yet, but like, if we were to jump ahead and like, say like, what's your biggest regret or the thing like you'd wish you'd done, like content is the answer for me hands down and that's like laptop mm-hmm. empires and personal and i know you feel that way with millennium money man too because of all the moves that y'all are making but i'm like yeah. you know like i'm 
eight, nine, however many years into this thing and have done a lot of things well and a lot of things right. And like one of the big things that I sacrificed because I was just trying to balance time with the kids and being mm-hmm. a stay-at-home dad and all that was like, I didn't create a lot of content, right? And yeah. it didn't make sense. Like for me too, it was like, you know, I've always been, and I still don't know the answer to this, like, but I've always been kind of like, I didn't want my kids in mm. the stuff, you know, Yeah, yeah. Um, where I'm not sure how I feel about that now because I do see certain people that I like how they do their business and their kids make appearances and things, but like, you know, and our, my kids have always shown up in our private communities, you know, when we're doing, well, they've shown up on podcasts before, but like they've shown up in coaching calls and things like that. But I've always been like, I don't know if I want to create content with my kid there, you know? Um, so I didn't do a lot of that. And I'm like, now I'm like, man, you know, I wish we hadn't stopped the YouTube channel. We hadn't stopped the podcast. You know, I wish I had been creating content, you know, when I was starting out, I did with my fitness business back in the day, you know, but I, so I think it's kind of interesting. You brought it up. It's kind of another topic of, but it's like, yeah, that's con we're doing that. So like, that's yeah. a big change we're making. Uh, but definitely one of the things that like, it's like, man, I wish, you know, hindsight's 2020. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 And it's good that we're doing it now. I always pull us off track. You can do your, you can do your answer now. <laughs> no, it's fine, dude. It's see, and this is the other thing, like we're talking about like why it's easier. Like, it, you know, if you're listening to this, if you're an old listener, you're going to see like a big difference in the content now from that then yeah. because like we used to sit down and it was like, this is the topic we want to talk about. And these are the points we want to hit. And that's not what we're doing now. Like we're trying to yeah. make things easier. And so it's like, okay, here's the general topic we want to do. And then like, let's just see where the conversation goes. Right. And honestly, like, I think our ramblings in previous, like old content, like, I feel like that's the best stuff. It you know, is. or yeah. Yeah. Or in, even in coaching calls, you know? So, yeah. um, so yeah, it's not, it's not a big deal. Okay. Um, All right, cool. you know, here's a rambling too. Like if you're trying to create content right now, like, you know, and like, this is one of the reasons that we don't mind going a little off topic or letting the conversation go where it goes, because it's a different ball game than it was, you know, yeah. a few years ago. Like when we started the podcast, like if we had wanted to go hard on social media and YouTube and whatever, like it was very much blogging everything too. Um, it was very much like you needed to have the right topics and you had to follow certain strategies to rank and you had to be strategic with like your keywords, like all these different things. And, you know, it kind of goes to our first episode when we came back, we're like, thanks TikTok, you know, it kind of changed everything. Like that's not the game now. The, the game now is just like put out content and see what hits. Yeah. And then double down on what's working. Right. Because you just don't, you don't know. It's a different, it's about attention and retention, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so like, you don't know, like it, sometimes it is the random thing that's going to hit. And so you just got to try a lot of stuff, which I think like makes it easier. Like if you're wanting to create content, take the pressure off yourself, like just create something like figure you'll, you can figure yeah. it out later instead of like, that perfectionist feeling of like, I have to do the perfectly optimized piece of content every time. Yeah. Well, it's just so easy too. Like we're going to do this. And then it's like, one of us might say something cool, or we might have like one 30 second conversation or 15 second conversation that's going to get clipped and shared out. And so sure. it's like, you can kind of ramble about whatever and then like pick out the good parts. But yeah. it, and I like do, one yeah. random thing might hit a million people and you're like, what the hell was that? Like, <laughs> how did yeah. that happen? Before just one last piece on this. I have noticed too, like the game, the game is a lot different, but I've realized like I have changed in how I consume content now. And probably everybody has Mm. the biggest reason. Like, so I like, I like to cook, you know, and Mike, I know you do too. Mm -hmm. Like, um, I used to look up recipes on Google. I don't anymore. I watch them on like Instagram now. Yeah. Not even YouTube, not like social, like either TikTok or Instagram, because then Mm -hmm. it's just like, it'll pop up in my feed and somebody's like, here's how you make the perfect chicken noodle soup or whatever. And then it's just like a, 30 second video and the, the, um, the ingredients are in the, in the comments and like almost every one of the meals that I've made, that's like a new recipe has come from that. And you hear a lot about how like younger people are searching, they do their search on TikTok now instead TikTok, of searching yeah. on Google. And I realized like, wow, I'm, I'm starting to do this too. Like I'm looking at like food recipes and I'm following certain people because they do certain recipes and that's where I'm getting my 
information from now instead of going to Google like I would have. Because like Google food blogs suck on Google. No offense if you own a food food blog, but they're awful. Well, because you have to like if you go to a food blog, you have to get through like yeah. eight pages of word stuffing. Yeah, to get to the recipe and ads, so, just tons of ads, and like that's mm-hmm. how they have to monetize, and you have to scroll all the way down. But like now yeah. that they're now that they're going on on Instagram and TikTok, it's like all they have to do is use a certain product in their stuff to make money. It's like it's a lot I'm, different. I'm now. I'm gonna put like a pin in that before we yeah. go like way off topic. But I would like, really love yeah. to talk to you about like what you think the next move is for Google and for blogs because. Yeah that is the nature of it and like ranking and SEO. And as everything else is moving away from SEO, like how is Google going to have to change? So like, we're just going to put a pin into that, you know, Hey guys, stick around. Maybe that'll be next episode or something. But I think that'd be a really interesting topic, especially yeah, now yeah. you mentioned the food blog thing. Yeah. Cause it is, it's a turnoff. It is. But it sucks. I, I dude, I use, I pretty much consume everything off YouTube. Like I would say that's 95% of my stuff, whether it's long form, like I listen to long form, like podcasts. So like I like cooking and stuff, but I'm not really usually, sometimes I'm looking at recipes on there. I've done that before, but like, it's more like I'm cooking and I'm listening to a YouTube video, not necessarily watching it while I'm cooking. Yeah. Like that's pretty much like, yeah, even, yeah. uh, I watched a Dave Chappelle special the other day and it was funny because I realized I'd seen 50% of it as short. <laughs> Yeah, yeah that is true. Uh, yeah, yeah, I watched the Theo Vaughn one the other day, and I and I was like, man, I've seen like all these jokes already. But right. you know, but it's awesome though. I mean, it's but yeah, dude. Even like Thanksgiving, the turkey that we did, um, mm-hmm. I did a I did a spatchcock turkey and, and did a dry brine and stuff, which I didn't know how to do any of that. The only reason I did it is because I saw it on it popped up on Instagram, and it was like a guy was like, "This is the best turkey you'll ever make," and then it turned out to be freaking awesome but it was just like yeah. a 20 second video of him making a turkey this way and i learned a totally new skill and i was like man this is yeah. probably this is probably if it's happening to me and i'm not like a super consumer of content like it's got to be happening sure. at, a, at a wide scale so yeah, yeah we can talk about that one i think it'd be Dude, interesting. brian the brian turkey thing my brother-in-law did that last year and then smoked it and it was freaking oh good. dude yeah. It makes the it makes the skin so crispy it's almost like i still like frying frying a turkey is my number yeah, one it's my favorite um, yep but this is like, if you want a crispy skin like that in the oven, like do a dry brine. That's the way to go. So my folks are coming up tonight uh, from Houston. They were, you know, we, we were down at the beach for Thanksgiving, like the week leading up to Thanksgiving with my wife's family. And then we were coming home Thanksgiving day and my parents were going to come here and spend a whole long weekend with us. But yeah. we were all sick. <laughs> and so oh. I told them not to come. So they're coming up this weekend. And, you know, it's like our Thanksgiving, but I don't really want to deal with the turkey and everything. So we are, uh, the big things we got planned is, uh, Katie's already decorated for Christmas, but we're going to do the tree when they're up here, the Christmas tree with the kids. I think that'll be fun. And then, um, I'm just going to do steaks, man. Like, I'm not sure yet, like ribeyes or strips, but I'm going to get some like real thick steaks and grill those up. But then I'm going to do like all the sides. Like I'm going to do the, the mashed potatoes, the, the broccoli cheese casserole, the desserts, whatever. I just yeah. like, we're going to have steaks instead of Turkey. I just feel like to me, like I would prefer that dinner anyway. You kind of miss yeah. out on the leftovers, but it's a shorter weekend. So we're not going to be eating a ton of leftovers. So anyway, I think it's the way to that's go. Uh, I got to go shopping later today. Mm-hmm. Cause that's the, that's a, that's the plan for tomorrow. Yeah. Sounds you, good. When you, you ribeye or strip guy. I like, I like strips. Uh, we actually almost always get, um, fillets though, because the, we have very, thankfully we have a, a really good butcher shop, like two minutes from our house. Um, mm. and they have these, uh, six ounce filet mignon bacon wrapped, uh, steaks. They're like, they used to, well, pre-inflation, they were like $6, but now they're like eight bucks, but That's they're good though. Yeah, they're awesome. And so like, we'll just go pick up a couple of those. We, we tend to do that more often, but I'm, I'm a strip guy. I don't, I, the, I don't really like a lot of like steak fat. Like I don't like to just eat fat, which a lot of people do. And I've just never, it has never been like my, my jam. I, um, I just, I love New York, like New York strips, but yeah, I love the rib cap on a ribeye. The like, I always, it's like the xylophone meat, you know, where it like yeah. comes in and out. So like you like, part. yeah, you like the fatty part. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. If I go to a, like a nice restaurant, like if we go to a steakhouse, I'm going to a strip usually. 
I am, um, I'm not a big fan. Katie and I don't do steakhouses a lot because like, like she'll be like, why would we spend, you know, $40 on the steak? And she's like, I would rather, you know, eat one that you cooked, which, and I'm not like saying that like I make, yeah, I know (laughs) that is like, that's not a, like a, like a humble brag. Like, I'm not saying like, I'm like the best, you know, cooking a steak, but it's just like the cost for like how good it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can yeah. make like that. I don't know. I can't personally make a steakhouse quality steak. I guess I should try to do that. We don't eat steak enough to do that, but like maybe I should try it. But I, I do like going to a steakhouse <clears throat> like once or twice a year, but I agree. It's like, it's not something I want to do very often because like for me, it's the, it's the experience of it. Yeah, like, yeah, we're gonna yeah. go. It's a fancy dinner. We're gonna get a bottle of wine. They're gonna have like you know, you have to pay an extra twenty dollars for your side, but it's like bomb, you know. Oh, and they're always get, the like, a slice of cheesecake or something, you know. Like that's it's more about the whole experience. Like usually the steak is like the downer of that experience. Maybe I'm going mm-hmm. to wrong steakhouses, but I feel like when we were in Fort Worth, like they, we went to some really freaking great steakhouses, but oh, it was bet, just yeah. like you know, still we've gotten way off, but. See, this is fun though. This is fun. <laughs> yeah, it's, and there's yeah. gonna be we're gonna have, you know, the one random dude that's gonna leave a review. It's gonna be like, I don't give a crap about your Thanksgiving and your steaks and blah blah. blah. And then we're gonna have Watch. 10 that are gonna be like, Hell yeah, I'm a New York strip guy. That's what's up, you know? Yeah, dude. I did a post in in uh another group the other day or yes, last night. It's like the stuff that people I don't know. Sorry, let me get back to what I was saying. I did this post and it was like about the top five sitcoms of all time because my wife and i were we were watching the office last night um we got suckered into to peacock because they had a a 99 cent a month deal for the next 12 months on black friday yeah yeah yeah. Uh, and so we did that but like i love the office it's one of my favorite shows and then we were talking about like what are the top five so i just like put it in this personal finance group has nothing to do with anything and it's probably i've gotten more comments and reach and like than all like than probably anything I posted all year so far maybe which is kind of sad. I realized uh, when I read that I realized I'm like wow I'm just not a sitcom guy. You like, might not be. You're kind of a yeah. serious guy though. You know I can't I see like, you uh, down with the sitcom. Man, I like I really like um, like series like the limited series, not yeah. the ones that go on forever, but things like uh, oh I can't think what it's called. Big Little Lies, like that kind of thing. Okay, yeah. Like that, Sharper Objects. I mean, those are all murder ones. Speaking of which, dude, I got I got totally duped yesterday. So have you heard of like Where the Crawdads Sing? Yeah, It's like yeah. a book yep. they turned into a movie on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Oh, you so watch that. I don't know anything about it. I just yeah. know my in-laws, like we all read, like share books a lot of times and they're usually like murder mystery novels. Like that's kind of yeah. the stuff that we like. And so they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, you, it's based off that book. That book was incredible. The movie was incredible. You've read it. And I was like, no, I actually haven't read that one. And so I looked at Netflix and the description is like a lady is accused of murdering, you know, such and such. And I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, this is my kind of show. So I asked Katie, I'm like, hey, do you want to watch that? And she's like, yeah, let's do it. So get some popcorn, get some wine, join this. We get an hour into this thing. And I'm like. Katie, this is like the notebook in the bayou. Yeah. Like this is not, it's not this is false is. advertising. I'm like, look, look at the description. And we get through the whole thing and we get done. And she's loving it, right? Like this is her kind of movie. And I was like, I feel like <laughs> I got completely duped. Like everybody's telling me how great this is. I'm thinking it's one thing. And you basically just like tricked me into a drum rom or whatever. Yeah, I don't know what the category is. It almost got me too. So like the other day I was, we were watching the same thing. We were trying to figure out what are we going to watch? And like that popped up on Netflix and I was like, that looks awesome. Like that looks like a great, like thriller kind of thing or something. And so I was like, well, you want to watch this? And she was like, that's, you know what that is, don't you? And I was like, no. And she's like, that's, you don't want that show. She's like, that's because she's told me about the book before. She's like, you don't want that. That's, you know, I don't think Katie knew either that or she led me on, (laughs) Um, but yeah, I should have known. I almost fell into that trap too. To so watch it. Bad. Yeah, don't feel bad. Because I yeah. always want to watch like, you know, like a long came spider. Like I love like, you know, that's like the old Morgan yeah, Freeman, yeah. like the book, murder book. Anytime, anything yeah. like that. I'm like, you want to watch this? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> it's not really. Yeah, that Coral's not. Coral's I should, I should have known, but I just, it was literally like an hour into it. I paused it and I'm like, this yeah. is, this is all a lie. Yep. Anyway. 
So, man, we've we've gone everywhere. Um, yeah. I think my favorite thing this year, and I actually don't know that we started it this year. We might have started it in 21, but figuring out like our money stuff, mm. like understanding, you know, implementing profit first, getting our tax stuff figured out more so than we had. Yeah. Figuring out like what do we want to achieve? Like setting these like crazy goals like we did early on in that process. Yeah. Like I think that to me is like the biggest thing that we've done. Um, and, and I feel like what you said about, I don't actually remember you said for like the biggest comp or maybe it was, you were talking about like us figuring out like what we were doing. Like, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But I feel like even figuring out the money stuff, like helped us figure that out. Oh, I think I so. Think. So like, that's my yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shout out to, to Jess over at, uh, the so, bottom line CPA. Um, and, we, and she, I mean, honestly, like she was just somebody that was recommended to us by Chris and by Chris. she works with a ton of like her, basically like her team goes in and they, they manage your books. And, um, we did some coaching with Jess who kind of helps you implement the profit first stuff, but like she works with a ton of online businesses. And I, and I agree. I think that was like a fantastic move by us. And I've told people, I've told friends of mine that are like in masterminds with me about that stuff. And they're like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. Uh, I think there's a little bit of like a not negative connotation towards profit first, but I think people are just like, they don't quite understand it. Um, but I think it's been good. It's just, it's just a really clear system for, you know, figuring well, out how you're going to pay yourself, what, how much profit you're going to take all that. Cause that's real. that's like one of the weirder things about business is like, you don't learning it's like how to allocate how much money yeah. you can spend on operating expenses on subcontractors on, you know, um, paying yourself, like how to use and invest profit. Like yeah. that's a huge thing to learn. And I think it's probably the big thing that like keeps people from like, you can hustle to seven figures. Like you can hustle to a million dollars, but beyond that, like you have to start figuring things out. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's been the biggest part of our journey from 2018 to now, because we did achieve that in the first year. And so everything since then has been going through like common mistakes <laughs> of like, you yeah, know, and to try and figure things out. So it's like, we finally feel like we're going into 2023 with stuff figured out and like, we've made those mistakes and like to go to the next level, but yeah, like learning all that with the finance stuff. And, and, and it's this concept too, of like, the reason it's called profit first, for those of you who've never heard of it. And like, this is a book, like you can go what read the book, but, yeah. um, it's this idea of like, when you are building a business, like making sure that your family gets fed before you do anything else, like making sure that you are paying yourself because we all have this tendency. There's two things I feel like we do. It's like, when you come into a big whoosh of money, you tend to like, just like take the money and go use it for things. But then when you're in a normal growth period, like you tend to sacrifice taking money out of the yeah. business in order to invest in things or to grow the business. And so, and mm -hmm. that can lead to you not ever really growing your income or having one of those businesses that's high revenue and like, you don't make a lot of money. And so it's just like, it's, it's cool in the sense that like, we know like every, when we look at our income statements and it says like, we've made this much money, like, even if you were even if you were in a situation where you made, like you broke even, right? You've already paid yourself. So like when we look at our stuff, no matter what the number is, no matter if like how high or low the profit is for that month or that quarter or whatever, we got paid a baseline, right? And so, yeah. and we're, you know, growing that, trying to grow that over time, but it's just very comforting to know like, okay, like I'm going to get a paycheck from my business this month in yeah. this amount, you know, and like kind of, especially if you're a solopreneur or like you have a very small, like maybe you have an assistant or like a, a right hand person, like knowing that like my bills are covered, right? Cause I've built that into the business. Um, and like, that's yeah. the big concept. And there's a lot more we do with like tax planning and all that kind of stuff. And I appreciate all of it, but I think that's the big piece. That's like really cool. I think it's cool too. Um, 
It's one of those, it's been an interesting, I thought about it a lot. Like, I don't know if I'm always going to use it. I think we'll probably always, I don't know. I think we'll use it for a long time in this business. I don't know if I'm always going to use the profit first method in, in the other business. Um, just when, I don't know. Yeah. I, it can, it can feel a little limiting sometimes and it, it, it doesn't, it's not actually limiting. I don't, I don't know how much I want to actually want to like get into this because you can get kind of into the weeds with the, the accounting stuff, but like you in a business, like you can, you, if you force profit and you take it out, like you can slow down the growth of the business. Like that's the number one mm-hmm. knock on, on profit first. Sure. But it does have levers kind of built in where you adjust your allocations and percentages based on your revenue. And like, you can be more aggressive or less aggressive, but like, if you just kind of like follow the base system, like a lot of people are concerned about it potentially like slowing down your growth because you're taking too much money out of the company. So I don't know if I'll always use it in the other business, but um, you know, as we grow, but and there's I think, so like, many different frameworks. Yeah. Too. Yeah, there's a lot of flexibility. I like how we did it with Jess. I don't think I would have been able to implement it by myself. Like, I, I think that it would have been too Not hard. Not to the level that we did. Yeah, and and like, it's nice having somebody. Um, you know, like, yeah, what's cool about Jess is like she, like she's advocated for us. She's like basically mm-hmm. been like, it's like you have somebody that's like, no, you need to do this for yourself. Like, because yeah. I, I'm the same way as you. Like, I would put every dollar back into the business. Like, right. If, you know, if I had, if I was just doing it myself and like, right, it, it's nice to have somebody be like, nope, don't do that. You need to do this, like especially with kind yourself of the, more the growth like, stage that we're in right now. So, yeah. And it's, it's also like, if you're planning to grow and you're going to bring in a CEO or you want to be acquired, yeah. like you need to be paying yourself, you know, and your people, like, it's not just about getting the best deal. Like you need to be paying like a competitive market rate. So like when somebody yeah. steps in, like that's already there. You're not hurting yeah. your business by going like, oh, you haven't been paying yourself anything. Now you got to hire this person. Where's that money going to come from? Right. But I think go into what you were saying about the flexibility because it does, it gives you, you know, the thing that always makes me think of is like the old school, like we have envelopes for like different things. Mm-hmm. Like this is our grocery envelope. This is our, you know, blah, 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 vacation, like all the things. It's like creating that, like your envelopes for your business. But I think what we have done that's been a little different is like, we're working to those numbers and we want to have those numbers, but at the same time, like we, you know, we're deviating at times. Like if we feel like we need to make this investment, then we will take less profit, but we're getting like, it's like we have our baseline and then there's like, it's like what you get paid as an owner and then there's your profit. And so it's like, we're get let's get our, what we get paid as an owner to a certain level and then you take your profit, but then when we need to invest, we can. And so I think it kind of goes what you're saying. Like, yeah, who knows? We might learn something different like down the line, but it's like a good, I feel like it's been a good thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think so too. Like, yeah. 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 I, I think it's just like really important. Like if, if you're trying to scale, like scaling is so hard. Um, and if you're trying to scale, I think you've got to have some system in place mm-hmm. or you can get yourself into a really like crappy situation. And that happens with like every business owner ever that tries to scale. Like they go through a moment of like, oh crap, like that didn't do this the right way. We need to go back and figure out the right way to do it. But I think like having at least some kind of structure in place, whether it's profit first or something else, um, I think you got to do that because it just kind of helps everything. It helps you scale more effectively, I feel like. Yeah. So we can get through some of these other ones a little quicker, but like, I don't know, what's your biggest like takeaway or lesson or like, you know, thing from this year that you're like, I want to take forward into the future, like to. Oh man. Um, there's, I feel like there's a lot of things. I feel like, I don't know about you. I learned a lot of stuff this year. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think this is a really hard one for me this year to like dial in on one thing. So but. Yeah. Yeah. We just, we tried so many different things and we tried different things that, that had a lot of complexity. And um, I, I kind of like, I don't know. I just like getting back to the simplicity of what we used to, used to do, you know, like, I think complexity is something that should be built really like, if you're going to have a complex business, I think it's something that needs to happen really slowly over time. And it needs to be like, like, I don't think you should try to add tons of complexity into your business as quickly as we probably did. We were like, let's do this thing. Um, and we did a lot of things, you know, and it was just like mm-hmm. a lot of moving parts, a lot of just moving parts. And, and um, well, and like a lot of different things going on. Yeah. Right? Like there was like, not everything was related to the other thing. Yeah. 
I think if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just, yeah, we just created a lot of operational complexity this year. And then we realized like, okay, this isn't like, this kind of sucks. And like, this isn't, and we shouldn't be doing this this fast. And so we basically like stripped everything back down to like, what are the things that we're awesome at, you know, that we've mm -hmm. traditionally been really good at. Let's just do like way, way more of that. Um, and we're going to still do some of the things that we did this year in terms of just products and, um, you know, higher ticket stuff and, and all of that. I think we're going to do that more down the line, but like, I think that we just need to, I, I really just think we need to grow audience. Like we just need to grow a ton of audience for, you know, and you know why I think that, like, I've been thinking about this a lot. I've seen so many people like you and I have really focused so much on like the details of like how to be really good marketers and like how to build really mm -hmm. like, I'm going to say complex, fancy, effective sales funnels that like have all these different things that happen, you know, conditional triggers and all this different stuff. And then I see people that just have massive audiences on like TikTok that mm -hmm. have the worst looking funnel. Like they had, you can tell that they don't, don't know really what they're doing. Know. Yeah. They don't know what they're doing, but they're just shoving so many people into the top of the funnel that it doesn't matter. And so like, mm -hmm. that's what we, I feel like that's what we needed. We have great funnels and like, we have great knowledge around how to, how to do sales funnels. We just, we just need to shove way more people into them, you know? And it's just like that audience, I feel like fixes everything in an online business. So um, maybe not everything, but it fixes all, it covers a lot of weaknesses in online. It business. is, it is the, it is the, oh, I mean, this goes into like what we were talking about earlier, like not regret, but like, it's just, there's so many reasons why you should be building an audience. Yeah. Like for one, like, it is a security blanket, yeah. right? It is, it is, it is like, no matter what happens in your business, if you have an audience, you can make offers and if you can make yeah. offers, you can make money. And so if your business will go through ups and downs, and if you reach a point where like, you're not making as much as you were in the past for whatever reason, like if you don't have audience, like you have to go the hard way to like build it, build your income back up. If you have an audience, you can just kind of like, you know, you can, you can just make yeah. offers as needed. So I think, I think there's that, but I think then also like when you do have offers, you do have good established offers, like your earning is dependent on your lead gen. And so like, if you're, if you don't have the lead flow coming in, like you're not making as much money. Right. And yeah. so like, you just, you want, you want to have like, that needs to consistently be growing. Like the lead, the lead flow needs to be growing. And it's not just about like list size, you know, like the, the bigger your audience, the more money you're going to make. But like, there's also kind of this, like this like recency thing, right? Like you're going to have people that joined your list four years ago that they are now learning from a different person, right? Because we all change just like you and I have that. Like there's people that like we looked up to or like followed in the past that we don't now. And like new people that we look up to, like those kind of things. And so you always like, if you're just thinking like, oh, I built this up in the past, so I'm going to rely on it. Like that's not going to work because those people are going to drift off and do something else. You need to have new blood coming in. Um, so yeah, there, there's just like so much to that. Um, and you know, man, I saw this like firsthand with like a client, you know, that, had built a really good coaching business and we were running Facebook ads, you know, for him. And he was steadily growing and doing all the things. And I do think like having the paid traffic is important. You can like just turn it off and on. But when he went viral and then his audience started to blow up organically, he went from 20 K a month to hundred K a month, like in 30 days. And so the potential there to blow up is like much higher and so like, you want to have, you want to have both. Right. But it's like, it, it is like you want, I'm trying to get all of my clients, all of my agency clients to like put content, like do YouTube shorts, do TikTok videos, like, like right. just do it. Cause if you just do one a day, it'll take you five minutes and you might add $80,000 in recurring revenue to your business <laughs> right. in a week, yeah. like one of my clients did. Yeah. And if you don't, it, you're still going to see massive growth like over time, but it's just like anything can go off. So like take advantage of that. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I totally agree. I'm, I'm all in on it. It's the only thing I'm focused on next year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I say no, that I'm I mean, doing a lot of different things, but that's just, I don't know when I had that realization. I was just like, this is the only thing that matters right now. Because, you, see, like, you see too, like, look at the people that 
we've known or have like known of that were so built so much on paid traffic and how yeah. this year have like really gone hard in content, mm -hmm. you know, and it's just because the opportunity, part of it is the opportunity. Yeah. Like the yeah, opportunity yeah. is there. Um, but I just, I just, I think it's important, you know, and like that goes to like, that's my, that's my biggest regret as a entrepreneur over all these years is that I didn't put more effort into building an audience. You know, it's yeah. just like, cause it, it, it just makes life easier. Like, I think that's the key, right? Like it makes life easier. So yeah, yeah you should do that. Um, I was just going to say for me, for like biggest lessons, I think it's like, Actually, I'm, I had two things. Now I can't remember. One of them was just like being more aware of like my my energy levels and my focus. Like I'm starting yeah. to realize that there are certain part, parts of my day where like I am more effective at doing things. So like this time of day, like right now it's like two o'clock. Like I know most people are like struggle at like three, man, from like one to three o'clock, like that is like my high energy time. Right. The morning, not so much. Like that's like, I'd rather do yeah. meetings in the morning because like, I'm not, I, I can do things if I'm in the moment, but I can't like be creative or like overly productive. So like yeah. understanding that and like understanding when you need breaks, like, I think that's kind of one of the biggest things like I've learned this year. And I had another one. This was actually my second one. It wasn't even my big <laughs> one, but like, you know, I lost it in our conversation there. So you just said like your big thing you want to focus on next year's content. So that was going to, one of mine was going to be like a goal, but so I guess like, what are you most excited about? Or like, what's your big goal? Like if you're like, Hey, this is what I want to achieve for this company in 2023. <sighs> so either one, like I'll just, you know, we're kind of, we'll kind of mash them together. There. That's so tough. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it is audience. And I, I feel, I, I think it's just like established growing audience. Cause we've done a lot of this with like, I mean, we, what was interesting about how we did it is like, we had the, the millennial money man audience come in and then they kind of like became laptop empires audience. Then we did like podcast stuff and really like got those people into our brand. And we were, we had affiliates. We still do. We have affiliates selling our courses. Um, and so we kind of like borrow audience from a lot of people, but like how, how much crazier could it get if like we had this like really just established audience of our own, you know, in addition to, to other stuff. So, um, it's, I don't know, it's actually kind of amazing, like how, how much we've done without doing any social media or any, like, like any content yeah. for years, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's actually pretty amazing. So like, I'm just like, man, how, yeah. what can this turn into, um, and yeah. how, you know, how much more paid traffic the, the really get. We put a yeah. lot of paid traffic into course growth accelerator this year, but we didn't put yeah. any ads into any of our other products. Like the bulk of the money that we've made, you know, and the bulk of the sales we've had have been not, they've not been related to social media or paid traffic, which is insane. Yeah. It's come it's from SEO, word of mouth or affiliate traffic, basically. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. It's just so like I don't, I don't have like a, I don't have like a number goal. I probably should, maybe we should create a number goal for like what we want each social channel and all that kind of stuff to be. I don't really care that much as long as it's growing. Cause like, I just think. I don't man, even like, like look at things from like number goals anymore. Like I, I've just like gotten to a point where I'm more like, if I want to do something like, like if I wanted to get a million subscribers on YouTube, like it's not, to me, it's not like, it's like, okay, well then I need to create post content every week. Like that has to be the, yeah. right. Like, so yeah, for, to, for me, it's not even like uh monetary goals. Maybe it should be, maybe it should be like, okay, if this is the big goal, like how do you get there? And right. so I can definitely see that. But to me, it's more like once you've identified like where you want to go, like the goal is more of like, okay, what are the things we have to do? Yeah. Like what are those actions? So, um, I don't, I don't have a big one for this either. I think to me, I'm just like excited about like, we've gotten to the end of the year where it's like, we have this kind of general direction that we're going now and, you know, kind of like the people and, and that kind of thing. And it's like, I'm just excited to see where it goes. You know, I feel like we still probably have like, you know, can like really clarify things. And so maybe that is setting a, a number goal or like, this is what we want to achieve. Like, I feel like we're in like this regrouping phase. 
So I'm like excited to get like, I think millennial money man is a few steps ahead in that department of like, you went through that regrouping phase for your company Mm -hmm. and like set the vision. And like, now you're executing on the vision. And I think we're still like setting the vision and taking those initial steps. And so like, I'm just excited to see, you know, what comes from that basically. Yeah. 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 Another one I was thinking about, this is just like a kind of random one, but like kind of going back to your kind of balance thing that you were talking about. I don't necessarily Mm -hmm. like think about my like energy balance and stuff like that. For some reason in the last year, like I've just wanted to work a lot. Like I've wanted to work a lot and I don't really know what that is. I've just been like, let's just grind and work. And like, it hasn't been like grind in a bad way. It's just been like, let's just work. Um, But I think a big part of like my decision to hire employees in the other business has made my life a lot easier because I get, I I feel like I finally have a good balance between laptop empires and that business. Like Mm -hmm. as far as like being able to think about both of them, because it, mm-hmm. it's been hard to do that the last two years. Because like, sure, like for Millennium Money Man, I had an all contract team. We had all contract team here, and like, it just takes a lot more. I don't know management, I guess. But then, like, if you hire a couple of really strong people, they can really like move things forward without you having to like do it yourself. And so that's been really cool because like I feel like I've been able to like think about this business a lot and like really like not feel like pulled in different directions. Like I feel like I've finally figured that out, you know? So that's been really cool uh, to kind of, I think for going into next year, that's going to be awesome. Yeah. I think, I think the, the energy thing, I think why that's more on my mind is just because like, I've been so like, I mean, you've definitely had in the past and even in the last year where you're like, I need a vacation. Oh, I have to recharge hundred percent, you know? And, and I feel like I have not um, been that way as much of like where I need time away or like time away has like stressed me out in the past. Whereas like going to Thanksgiving and then I don't know that we all got sick. So it didn't really help, but I was like, (laughs) I need this, you know, like I was like, that was the first time I can remember in years where I was like that besides like Katie and I going overseas, like it was the first time I can remember in years where I was like looking forward to the time off. Like I need this. Mm-hmm. So, um, in which I know it's like, sounds even more right now. Cause I'm just like, still my voice is like not recovered from, you know, the cough and everything. So it probably sounds even more like that, but I have been like, I'm like, man, I need to get, you know, like I'm of that mindset with you, like you where I'm like, I want to go, go, go. But I'm also yeah. like, I need to get, like, I need to get back to that. Like you need a certain energy level right like so i'm like you know that's why i've been like i'm focusing on my diet and like exercising and getting enough sleep and like getting healthy and like some of those things where i'm like you know okay i'm ready to like rock and roll and and that's probably a good thing too with like the time of year it is because it's like i feel like like we're beginning of december and we're doing like holiday stuff and all that i'm like i feel like it's just the right time for that because i'm gonna be like ready to rock in january for sure yeah Um, yeah so that'll, that'll be good well, and that was kind of like, I think one of mine I was going to ask next is like, do you have a goal for yourself this year for like life balance? And I think this is like an interesting thing. Cause like, I don't feel like, uh, um, as much, I think when people talk about like work-life balance, it's like trying to find like the perfect, you know, equal hours for each thing and all of that. And like, I've, more started to realize like for me and this is like what i'm trying to do is like it's not that i need to spend less time working it's that like i need to um be more intentional with like how like what i'm doing with my kids and with my wife right and so like yeah you know my big thing for balance is like i want to start like doing more of like a i'd like to get to like where we go on a date once a week and that's not something that we like you and me huh like you and me go on a date? <laughs> yeah yeah <I'm> sure. <laughs> yeah let's do our weekly let's do our weekly you know hey you know though but i mean like we've had where we like stayed up and like smoked cigars and like had whiskey and stuff yeah, like that, yeah, yeah you know and like i have less of that you know you know katie and i we go do stuff occasionally but we usually have the kids you know so it's like yeah. more time for us when i'm doing stuff with the kids like you know really trying to like do something with each of them instead of just like surviving the chaos right and so you know like it's a little easier with cooper because we can sit down and like 
you know, do Legos or something, or like, we just put a basketball hoop up. So like, we've been playing horse every day after school and like, just stuff like that, you know, but like, it's, it's harder with the little ones, but like, to me, that's more of like, okay, when it's time for me to be with the family, like, let's not be on Slack, you know, let's, let's, let's do something with them. Let's tone down the, like, even when I, you know, like I'm saying, like when I'm cooking and stuff and like, I like to listen to podcasts or or YouTube or whatever, but like, if I'm doing something with them, like big thing I want to start doing this year, I feel like the kids are finally at an age of like, let's sit down and have dinner together. Like all of us. And that has been a hit or miss experiment so far. But like, (laughs) I remember that with my family, like even when, when at periods when my dad traveled a lot, like when he was home, like we all sat down and had dinner together. And like, so like, that's a big thing. So like, I have some things like that. It's more, it's less like, for me, work-life balance, I'm not looking to try and like have more time off next year. I'm looking to like use my time better, you know, and not, you know, that feeling like when you're working of like, oh, I've just got, I've got to do this thing. I've got to do this thing today. Like trying to eliminate that of, of going like, it's Mm. okay if I do that tomorrow, that way I don't take that energy into the family where you know, I'm thinking about the thing that I didn't do, you know, cause like that's definitely, so that that's kind of mine laying the groundwork there kind of for that question. And so letting you go, maybe, I mean, you, you can take it from there now, but that's uh that was kind of my thoughts with that one. Um, so wait, what was the original question? It was uh, just like, what do you have any goals for like, Oh, work life balance or like personal things that you want to do um, in 2023? I, uh, Man, I, well, I do have some things that I've figured out. I don't know if they're necessarily goals. Like I've kind of realized that I need three vacations throughout the year for about okay. a week. Very <laughs> like, specific. <laughs> yeah. Like I figured out like a, a good mix, like something in February, March, I'll need something in the summer and then something like more towards like October. And if I do that, even if it's just a week off, like I feel like I have really good energy and like I can work really hard and I can do a lot of things and um, produce a lot of stuff. Like that's, so I've kind of figured out that formula. I've been kind of working on it over the last couple of years. Like first yeah, I wrote that sure. a long, longer vacation and then not really many other vacations or like a weekend thing. And then I did went to two, but they were spaced out really far. And then I've just realized like, if I just add one more, like, I think that's going to help me a lot. Cause like, I don't really have like, day-to-day work-life balance stuff um, that I think about a whole lot or like I'm concerned about because um, I I like putting a lot of work in now for some reason. But yeah, I think it's just like spacing out the vacations. And I do think a big part of it for me too is like I do a lot more group working now and like like we started mm-hmm. doing um, team like, you know, team meetings with Laptop Empires and in the other business, we do a lot of like everybody gets together and we have like a work hour kind of thing, a co-working call and that that's given me a lot of energy. Like I've just realized like, I'm not, I'm like super introverted, but like, I do get a lot of energy from working with other people. And like, it's, it's so funny because like, just, I don't know. It's always been interesting. Like the dynamic of our personalities, because like, I'm more, the more extroverted one, you're the more introverted one. And I feel like over time, like you've been more drawn to people and I'm more of like, I need to go away and like, think about this or figure this out on my own and then come to the conversation. Um, You know, so it's just kind of funny how that works, but it goes to like introvert extrovert is not really, it's more about like how you get energy, not like, like it's, you know, the way I've heard it described is like, if you're an introvert, like you have this much energy and then you, it depletes as you're, interacting with people. Whereas like for extroverts, it's like you start on empty and you have to like fill the tanks. And I wonder, you know, that's kind of interesting. I wonder if that like has anything to do with like what I was saying about being, feeling more productive in the afternoon, evening, you know? Yeah. Like like that, cause, cause maybe that's a, you know, like I need to have those meetings in the morning or I need to like talk to Katie or whatever to get there, to get to that energy level. Cause I wake up and I'm just like dead. Right. Yeah. Like non-functioning. Like, yeah. and that's the kind of one of the reasons I like to have meetings because it like forces me to wake up. Right. <laughs> it's yeah. really um ah, it's interesting, right? That could be it. Yeah. See, and I I think the biggest thing that I've been um, you know, when I talk about like the balance, I think the biggest thing I've struggled with this year is like as now where like Cooper's in second grade and like he doesn't have a lot of homework, but he has like spelling. 
So like every day it's like, he's got his, his 20 words for the week and we have to practice them. And like, that's, I do that. So like I practice his words with him every day. And then on Thursdays we do like a mock spelling test and everything. And like, when we do that, he does well. And when we don't like he struggles because like you need that practice. Um, or like reading, right? Like that's, his, those are like his two big things. But so it's like a lot of my evening time or really say from like 3.30 on has turned into baseball practice or, you know, now I'm going to be basketball or, you know, homework and like that kind of stuff. But like, those are my best times, <laughs> you know? So it's like, I'm trying to figure out like, how do I do my best for my business? But when the most important times for me to be with my family are really my productive hours. Like that's the big, I think the big thing I'm trying to figure out. Yeah. See, I'm not, I haven't, I'm not there yet with, cause I only have the, I only have one kid and he can't really well, do anything. It, right. <laughs> like, you know, he's, he's two. So like he only does so much, but yeah, I, it, it's been interesting yeah, it's watching you kind of like stage. figure out how to navigate all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh yeah, it's definitely different. Well, man, I mean, I did uh, beyond that, like, I guess my last one, and this is kind of like, you, I always think of you with this stuff. You're much better at this than I am, but like, just oh. like a gratitude thing. Like what's your, what's your, what's something that you're like, man, I'm so glad that like, I'm grateful for this, this year, you know, looking oh, back. Man. Um, grateful for man. Um, uh, that's a tough one grateful for a lot of things not to get like sappy but i do wake up every day and i'm like oh thank goodness <laughs> like i woke up again i i love um, that you you always say that and i that's not how my brain works but like it's true you know like yeah. I, I wish that my brain went there i yeah i i, I legitimately I, i'm i don't just say that like i actually think that every morning i'm like all right good which i don't know if that's a good thing made it to thing, another but one that, yeah. but i mean i you know i'm just i feel like uh I've been like really, I get like really wrapped up in like where the businesses are going and like, am I on track? Like, am I doing the right thing? Am I being a good leader? Am I being a good boss? Like, um, you know, are we doing the right thing? Like I get wrapped up in that stuff a lot, but I think like what I'm really, I mean, I'm just pretty thankful that like I get to do this. Like I think about that a lot. Like I used to have such a crappy job, like, Mm -hmm. and there's so many people that are trapped in really crappy jobs. And like, we've been able to help a lot of people get out of that, get out of that. And I think both of, you know, all the businesses, like we, we help people kind of build these like cool lives for themselves. Like, so that's, I don't know. I'm like grateful for that. I guess that like, no matter what the businesses do, like, I'm very lucky that this is what I get to do because a lot of people would kill to be able to do stuff like this, you know, to be able to have these conversations, like when do I have energy? When do I want to work? What kind of work do I want to do? Like, what do I want to spend my time on? How do I want to build this? Do I want to have a bunch of people on a team? Do I want it to be more, you know, like to be able to have that kind of like autonomy for your own life is pretty incredible. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. It's easy to get lost in that though. When you're an entrepreneur, like you're to get to forget about that. (laughs) And and it can make, and it makes things harder, right? Like that's kind of the nice thing about the profit first piece, um, like when we implemented that was like, it gave us some, like some bumpers, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think, uh, it's like, I heard somebody say the other day that like the hard part about like you turn 18 and you become an adult and you know, I'm, it's debatable whether that's when you become an adult, but like the yeah. thing about that's hard about becoming an adult is that like you suddenly, like no one's parenting you, you have to parent yourself and you right. have to like, um, you have to make yourself do the things that you might not want to do. And I think that's even like more true of entrepreneurship. Like you don't have a job. You don't have a boss telling you what to do. You don't have like job expectations. Like you have to figure all that out on your own. Right. And I think like, that's the hardest thing is like figuring out like, what should I be spending my time on? How much should I be doing? Like, what is that balance? Like all that kind of stuff, but definitely grateful to be able to have that instead of I mean, geez, like I know a lot of, you know, I've talked to some, you know, people into law school with recently and it's like, they're working nonstop. Yeah. They're just having kids and they're trying to figure that out. And like, they're having, you know, go to pick them up. I'm, I'm grateful. Like I don't have to have a kitchen daycare and stuff like that. You know, like my wife gets yeah. home now. This is my first year having her home with the kids. Like that's pretty freaking amazing. Like it's been, yeah, it's dude. been awesome. So, yeah. um, 
anyway, man, that's uh, I don't have anything else unless you do. I just, I thought this would no. be a cool, you know, I feel like that's where all my ideas come from is like listening to something else. And it's like, oh, that's cool. Like, how can we apply this thing about sports into, uh, you know, business? But yeah, man, no, I don't have anything else. Let's get up. All right. Well, get- guys, thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, there's going to be a lot on there. Like if you're a subscriber, not only are you going to have the full episodes, but almost every single day you are going to have content. You're going to have clips, you know, three, five, 10 minutes long of like the best nuggies from each episode. So, you know, please subscribe because even if you can't listen to the full thing, like you're going to be able to still get the good stuff on a daily basis. So, all right. See y'all next time. You've been listening to the Laptop Empires podcast with Mike Yonda and Bobby Hoyt. For more information and the resources mentioned in this episode, go to laptopempires.com forward slash podcast. We out. We out.